Not the shuttle. Shuttle. Surprise. Whoa. Oh, that's fantastic. So good. If what the actual fuck was a movie, out of the mist and into the fog, it's Shuttle the Pod. Hello, and welcome to a brand new meeting of Chuddle the Pod, where horror movie lovers have a feel-goo time. We always keep it spoiler-free up top, so you can decide whether or not you want to see it before the spoilers come crawling out of the mortuary and go on the prowl for human flesh. And in this episode, we're going to Chuddle 1991's The Boneyard. Hey. But hey. <laughs> but before we get into that, we it's, it's a club meeting, so we should probably do a head count. Um... Sam? What's up? Brian? Huh? Perfect. Uh, <laughs> God, that, that, went, that went almost too smoothly. Uh, before we begin, uh, I must take a moment to thank our coven of patrons. Your sacrifice gives us life, and we thank you for your beautiful souls. We thank you, beautiful You're- souls. Sorry. Thank you, beautiful souls. Your dedication and feverish fanfare makes us want to record, and your monetary contributions keep the internets and streaming ships afloat. Joining our Patreon for exclusive voting rights to movies, suggestions on what we're going to cover, a private Discord to chuddle with other Coven members, and a goo geyser of old episodes, exclusive episodes, and now videos of the Chuddleman getting weird? Is that is that that's all real? That's that's we're giving all that away. Well, well I mean, we're not selling it. it. We're, we're not selling that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> they're getting this for now, free, which is nice. But they're yeah. getting this for free. Okay. Yeah. Cool, cool. Cool. They've had the patrons have had the chance. They've seen our beautiful faces now. That you've even seen it in the Discord. If you're in the Discord now, but all that's, that's coming. That's very true. Don't worry. Real people are going to get some video stuff too. Our um. Getting to know those interview stuff, that's for real people as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. Real people. Oh, I don't nice, know what yeah. I'm calling like, real people versus the coven. <laughs> so we're on a whole nother well, level, I mean, man. Yeah, the coven. No, exactly. I mean, you're not far from the mark. I mean, we've got people and then we've got the coven. And I'm not going to say the coven are better than normal people. It's like you got the, but, the party and then the real party. The real party. It's the mullet. I mean, 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 we're the mullet of podcasts. I mean, we're our business up front. Oh, that's very true. Right here. And then you want to go to the coven, we're coven in the back. (laughs) Coven in the back. (laughs) Now, with all the club members present and the coven avowed. Oh, club members, not coven members. The coven isn't here. Nope. Well, I mean, they're probably here in their ear holes, but like not physically here. Um, Metaphysically here. Metaphysically they are here. Hey, I think it's time to crack open that goo book and officially begin tonight's meeting. Give me that goo. Oh, yeah. I just made one button to do it all now, baby. I saw that. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, I saw that. You were like, like, do, 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 I was like, look, his hands free. <laughs> I said, look, mono hands. <laughs> exactly. Look, mono hands. I made this goo book with one button. He did it with his wiener. Alrighty, our our goonopsis for this Splatterfest is Children turned into zombies wreck havoc in a coroner's building with just a burned out psychic, an experienced cop, and two coroners to stop the madness. Alright. Yeah, I think their numbers are off, but I mean... Sure, it almost gets too specific. It was two cops, one coroner... Just and then, like, like a, and those inside. <laughs> yes, right. And our taglines: Dare to enter, try to leave. The dead come alive with a vengeance. 
Uh, is that one? Right. That's one thing. That's one yeah, of them. That's, that's, that's one thing. And then some things should stay dead. Sure. Sure. All right. I mean, why that not? And now I, I should say and this all is, things should stay dead. Pretty, I mean, right. if it's dead, um, dead, leave it be. It should probably stay dead. Uh, that's kind of just more of a thing. If and you now, just uh, died. This is kind of a weird one because this isn't necessarily a spoiler for the movie, but um, this is from one of the behind the scenes things. Um, there was two covers to this film, the horror one, and then the poodle insert that was made this movie more of a horror comedy. And the poodle insert tagline is just keep repeating. It's only a poodle. It's only a poodle. Oh that's an interesting choice. But yeah, that's the yellow slip yes. cover. I read about that too. Yeah. Yes. The stores had the choice of how they wanted to promote this <laughs> video this to people. Movie. Like as a straight up horror or as a comedy. And well, we'll get into that. Yeah. yeah. We'll get into that. Um, movies are made by people and poodles sometimes. And the people that really? made this movie are. You think the poodle made this? Movies director. <laughs> I love the poodle movie. Well, I mean, the poodle. <laughs> I mean, I said sometimes. I don't. I didn't say the poodle made this right, movie. But there are movies I'm just saying made sometimes by a dog, poodles. A dog might I want to see that one. <laughs> that can be your next Whatever pick. Whatever that is. Excuse Whoa. me. Have you ever seen Air Bud? That was, was made, made by, by a poodle. poodle? Uh, well, a poodle produced it. It was mostly Labradors that were, you know. I feel like this can be fact checked pretty quickly, Ross. <laughs> <laughs> might be true. Careful. I'm not here Careful about now. the facts. I'm here about the goo. Okay. Let's check the IMDb trivia. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> this movie was directed and written by James Cummins. Um, now, obviously, we're going to get heavily into it. Um, he actually worked under Stan Winston, which mm. makes a lot of sense with the special effects that are throughout this movie. 100%. Um, some of our key players in the film are uh, Ed Nelson as Jersey Callum, Deborah Rose as Allie Oates. Uh, we've got Norman Fell as Shepard, uh, James Oosterman? Oosterman as Gordon Mullen, uh, Denise Young as Dana, Willie Stratford as Marty, Phyllis Diller as Miss Poopinplatz, Robert Young, uh, Robert Young Juan as Chen, and Richard F. Brophy as Mac. It's a big cast. Wow. That was okay. So I just want to make a quick note. That was the smoothest I went through a cast probably in podcast history. Just saying. I think I might have stuttered once. But I didn't butcher that. As long as they now have some like solid going to hell. American names. <laughs> <laughs> no, I even James fuck up the Smith. American names. Like that's yeah. I think it's time for uh, the good old. It's time for the Fatality. So, on a scale of one to ten, psycho to the sadness. How gory is this film, Sam? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. I'm gonna have to go. It seems it feels high for me right now, but who knows? At a three, one for consistency and two for intensity. Really? Yeah. If we're here again. I I thought I recalled <laughs> more intense gore. Am I wrong? Oh, a lot. Is there uh, no, dismemberment there that or, or embowelment that Ross remembers that isn't there again? Are we that in another fighting situation? Now, did did we? Did we not avoid the time loop? Are we doing this again? again? God damn it. Oh my God, what? (laughs) 
A real okay, all right, yeah. I mean, I had mine. Actually, you know what, Brian? What did you have yours at? Honestly, that one's a little tough. I was placing it probably around a six or something like that, but mm-hmm. maybe because that's like a four for intensity and two for consistency. I don't feel like there was a lot, but I might be over remembering it now. So I, it's yeah, it was a while since no, I, I could, no, did no. my watches on this one, so I don't yeah remember how high it was sitting. But I for thought me- I remembered more. So again, we'll. Yeah, go on, Ross. Yeah, no, I had a um, what was it? Five. I had it at a five, five, five point five. I had it at a, a, a three for uh intensity and two point five as like consistency. But I was being because of our Fido episode is that like I kind of took the the corpse children out as the th- as the you know what I mean mm-hmm. like I kind of bumped cuz originally my first score was around a 6 6.5 so I kind of like shrunk it a little bit but like I'm kind of in that boat I'm like in the 5 to 6 range uh, maybe it's zombie blind like or so whatever yeah we'll talk about it I mean the problem maybe is we, we can't talk about it now um <laughs> we can do no. whatever the hell we want okay yeah well, uh, we won't talk all right about it. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to <laughs> Alrighty, starting with subgenres. Uh, what is what kind of what kind of subgenres is this falling into, guys? Fuck if I know. Weird, obs- weird movies. A weird zombie thing. Zombie. Ish, you know. Cool. So I was gonna say zombie movie. I mean, the last fifth of the film. Freak. Um, uh, I guess if you're yes. more, if you're looking for like special effects, if you're looking for like some it's like kind of creature a, effects, like some really kind of like. I don't creature know. feature. This is a great. This is a great creature feature movie. Um, if you're into pr- like bigger, at least the last fifth of the movie, um, <laughs> like it's got the effects are just insane in this movie. Um, Get them. Yeah, I mean, I would say uh, supernatural horror. Yeah. Um, the and this, I, I mean, it's. I guess technically, it's kind of like a demon movie. The creatures are Kyoshi's, which is a actual uh, ancient style of demon. So yeah. Yeah, that kind of stuff. All right, are we watching this with a group or are we watching this? I think that would be the best way to do it. Yes. Yeah, I mean, better than alone. (laughs) I, I, that's what I'm saying. I think this is not. It did not benefit it to watch it alone. Alone. Yeah, I would say yeah, definitely with like a group would probably suit this movie fairly better than watching alone. Although I did enjoy watching it alone, but I actually was like looking around. Because like I was like, man, this would be so much fun to yak with other people with. Is this a beginner movie? Uh, no. <laughs> I just just because I say, I mean, it's so. You know what? It could be. It could be for the right point in be. your time, but I feel like it has to be like something you catch on TV when you're young. <laughs> like you have to be really sure. young, catch this on TV, like, and be like, "What is?" Does anybody know what this just, movie was? Where there was this, like, yeah. I don't yes. know if it lends out to, to today's standards, but like you know, like there'd be like back back when we were kids, if there's like nothing else to do, and like you're like, well, I guess. There's a movie on TV, so I, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna watch whatever's on UPN this afternoon. <laughs> yes, well, it does. It, I mean, that makes no. That does make a lot of sense because 
this is a direct-to-video horror film, so this never saw a theater. So this would be like, yeah, this would be like if you caught it in syndication as a beginner, <laughs> like mm. this would probably be, it's probably right up your alley. Yeah, I think, yeah, I kind of agree with you guys. I feel like you almost have to be like journeyman horror to get, like, it's, I At don't know, point, it's in this really weird, <sighs> it's not schlocky enough to be super schlocky, but it's not serious enough. To be, it's I don't know. I, I feel like you got to watch some schlocky ones, and you got to watch some serious ones, and then you'll get the middle ground that is the bone. It dark. seems like it could have been written as a comedy, and the director chose to make it seriously. But it's the same writer and director, so I yeah, <laughs> we'll, yeah we'll get there in a minute. <laughs> totally. Do you guys hear that? <laughs> oh, I do hear that. It's, it, it's very quiet but it sounds like the mothman so what is our harbinger of doom saying for this one um i had that it's kind of heavy on child death themes uh suicide autopsies and if you don't like poodles you're in for a doozy yeah well if you don't like poodles you'll like it but if you like poodles you might but still even then it's like for someone who is worried about the dog always I was not in this instance. <laughs> yes. Probably because I've seen the cover. Right. So I knew what was going to happen. Well, the cover makes it happen. seem like this yeah. is going to be like a super schlocky, like ridiculous film. Speaking of the like, cover, I what, always... like a demon poodle? What, possessed well, you poodle see the demon something? poodle face, but it always, the hair always, the poodle hair confused me because I always thought it looked more like Santa Claus hair. Oh. Yes. So I was, what is this sort of... A dog and a Santa, Santa dog. <laughs> Evil <Yes>. Santa dog. <laughs> So, needless to say, kind of disappointed in that aspect. Totally. Yeah, it wasn't a Christmas movie. Not an evil Santa dog. But, I mean, yeah, there's there's obviously it's all related to the three children, but... Um, Otherwise, I don't think it's it's I, even that it's it's not that heavy. I have a vomit. Right, there's some vomiting. I mean, right, there mm. is some vomiting. There is and, uh, no. I, the only reason why I say heavy on the child death <laughs> is that like there's there is like a full like they don't do an autopsy, but they do like there is a very heavy like I don't know like did you see you see some you see some shit with kids? Yeah, yeah. In a crappy movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And on that note, let's hop the bodies. Back. Let's get the body bags in the back of the car because we have to get to the mortuary on our. Spoiler zone. All right. So let's get into the IMD behind the scenes. Now, we already we already kind of like talked about this. The VHS rental came with two boxes, one promoting it as a horror and one as a comedy, uh, lovingly known as the yellow poodle box. The comedy box slips right on top of the horror box. The like fact a that you like a jello. <laughs> the fact that they yellow. gave fucking video stores two distinct options. We're like, hey, well, you can play it straight. That speaks you got to comedy, the tone deafness of not this movie. Exactly. Yes, that's exactly the problem. <laughs> Absolutely. <it>. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> well, funny enough, it was shot in five weeks. Um, the filming of the movie actually began with a wedding scene between Gordon and Dana, uh, Dana that was to become the end of the actual movie, and that scene was never used. So they filmed it, they shot it, and that was the first thing they shot, and then they decided, like, fuck it, we're just gonna 
Where, nah. where, where I didn't go with that. Uh, writer director James uh, Cummins reportedly wrote uh, the part of Gordon Mullen with actor James Oosterman in mind for the role. I guess they're friends and stuff like that. And this is just a really weird one. When the Poopin Platz creature uses the medical tray to deflect sh- gunshots, um, the slugs are pushing out from behind. Like it's wrong. Like it's flipped oh. around. <laughs> So yeah, so yeah. like they're like yeah, there's honestly not a lot. That's that's pretty much it. There's gonna be like maybe one or two more that I'm gonna be sprinkling into the um to movie. But well, I saw another um, piece of trivia that the movie was actually named after your mom's house. Oh, <laughs> God, God oh, nice. that's the pre- that's the premium content that you could pay for. You should have saved that to the end. Now now everyone's yeah. gonna leave the episode. Oh shit. Yeah. Sorry. It's all downhill from here. I mean, how could you already got the your mom's the boneyard? Boneyard. Come on. I okay, you I have to right, like waiting for it. We're gonna dog we're gonna dog so this. Take long. <laughs> do you know <laughs> how hard do you know how hard it was? Do you know how hard it was not to write a sequence of dick jokes? <laughs> right? Totally. <laughs> for this a goddamn episode with like the name of the movie being called The Boneyard. I felt I like it was really it. good. No? That's who picked it? Why in history? Uh, I picked this because I, I'm going to be telling you, honest with you, I'd never seen the movie before. And I saw that goddamn poodle on the poster and I had to cover it sight unseen. I had I've, never seen this before. Mm-hmm. I, I just was like the boneyard poodle. Let's try it. Oh man. I'm seeing the uh, serious poster for the first time and it is quite different. <laughs> oh yeah. Very Indeed. tonally different. Exactly. Uh, I was, I had not, I knew it was sight unseen for you, same boat. And by the poster you had sent us at the poodle, I was like, oh, this is going to be fun. Like what, we might be onto something here. And then I watched it and was like, ah, man, not even. (laughs) (laughs) Cause it's weird. Like we'll talk about it. Cause there's some, it's not entirely unsuccessful. You know what I mean? But no, exactly. I think, I think. Yeah, I agree you know with the, the poster. It's something I always recognize and I'd seen before. But again, it, it, it felt like it would be a schlocky wild ride, but it, I never yes. got drawn into it to actually go on that ride. And yeah, that that that's it. I don't know if I, re- I, I feel like I've only, I only remember the poodle version. Maybe I've seen the different cover of it, but you don't remember mm-hmm. the other cover. It's just like a right head I mean, with if like a hand yeah. <laughs> yeah it's just it's basically like half zombie phyllis diller like just like with her weird front like face with like partial hand i mean if if i was a video store clerk and i had the choice of that versus totally. a poodle i would like, <laughs> the poodle wins every single time no i think that is a consistent and really weird theme of a not theme in this movie is that like it's it plays itself too serious to be schlocky and it's too schlocky to be serious and it's in this like it's in this horror uncanny valley for me where it's like it doesn't hit the mark on either one so it just makes me feel like <laughs> i don't know you know what hell let's get into it let's do it let's do it that should be the job so from Jump Street, we get Weird Wind and Whip's musical intro. So I'm immediately thinking Schlock Central because, like, the beginning of it is like, whoosh, and like, watch, 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 where I'm like, oh, okay. So I got a poodle on the cover, and now I'm hearing Whips and Wind. So I'm like, this We're gonna is going to be gonna whipping be some fantastic. poodles. This will be dope. We're going to be whipping some poodles. <laughs> 
Welcome to the Poodle Dungeon. Uh, <laughs> so we get a shot of a house where two cops come oh. a knock in, and it turns out to be the house of like a psychic who has helped them out, uh, help up the police in the past with like other cases, but at a huge cost to her mental well-being. Um, she quit her job and is basically like a shut-in. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love the scene with the younger cop getting the pillow hit by the blanket monster that's actually Allie Oates. Mm-hmm. Like, they get into the house, there's, like, mail everywhere, the whole house looks like a ho- fucking hoarder is, like, on it, and then, like, the, the, the younger cop goes upstairs, and he accidentally, like, knocks a shelf down that breaks, and all of a sudden, just this, like ginormous thing of laundry just a clothes monster comes out and he gets the fucking snot beat out of him by this laundry monster he's gonna shoot it the pillow hit (laughs) oh my dude he pulls his gun out he gets pillow hit and falls down two full flights of stairs Mm -hmm. pretty good fantastic Mm -hmm. Allie's fantastic. Her performance and acting is fucking great. She is great. I actually really like her. <laughs> She's yeah. It's it is very weird how much I loved the characters and I'm like I want you not I want you I mean, in a different movie. Yeah. But like <laughs> I did want them in a different movie. I feel like Yeah, I felt I the really, character weren't enough for me. I didn't feel like the characters were memorable. She was good, but I didn't care oh, for I liked her and I liked Jersey. I thought it was Eh. but that mean i felt like that was the tone for how i felt for this whole movie and the fact that it started off like i'm surprised ross isn't talking about the sound quality because it's fucking horrific that it was so distracting for me it's insane that i was like (laughs) and then so like weird adr and then there's like it's just like they completely like in between their conversation there's it's silence yes they completely knock out all noises and then sometimes there will be like no footstep sounds or somebody will pick some up or drop something and there's no noise then other times there are it is like all the over pinnacle the pinnacle of direct to home video horror okay so in all in all honesty um both times that i watched this was very late at night and with my like didn't want to wake up the household so i had it on very low volume so I missed probably all of these audio things because it was like not very loud. When I was particularly the, the opening is yes, this whole scene is so off. Like it's immediately noticeable. Whatever it's they were recording with audio on site that day was almost Just unusable terrible. because it's like they only pull it in when someone's talking. Yeah. I do. Okay. I really, I, just to rehash on her performance, I really do like it because it does. It's a really interesting aspect of using a psychic and then having like the mental, like how unearthing all of this shit and how like the Tollets has taken like helping the police where it's like either other people like she just has these horrific like PTSD fucking visions of like all these kids that she's like uncovered and shit where it was like, I don't know, I thought the concept of that was really fucking interesting because it gave me almost like a sixth sense kind of thing where I'm like, oh, you're just haunted by these things now. So even if the case if the case never gets solved, even if like they're still dead. So I'm assuming you're still connecting with them. Yeah, that's impactful. Too bad she was introduced as a pillow monster and like (laughs) 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 that doesn't hit as heavy. Yeah, for no, me. like because right after this, yeah, pillow monster scene, she's all upset, and yeah, then we get her like, yeah, this is like if you took a serious movie and a schlocky movie, and they were half of a deck of cards, and then you shuffled them, and then like it's just got these weird notes of each one almost simultaneously. 
Jersey, the main cop, tries to convince her to help them out again, but she is like super against it. Uh, even when the news case is revealed that an undertaker has had three children kept in his morgue where he only fed them the remains of the other people he was working on for burial. The mortician turned himself in and he said he was taking care of ghouls in his basement. True. She's beyond over it. You know what I mean? Like she has like, she's been burning newspaper clippings and, and photos of past cases. Like she literally is like, I don't want this crap in my life anymore. This fucking hurts too much. So he's like, here's my card. I know you burned the last one, but feel free to take it. Um, and then she decides to take a nap and we get our first into introduction to the level of special effects in this movie uh, and what it has in store. And I was completely blown away. Like, I was thinking of, like, rubber suits, which we do get. We get fucking rubber monsters by the end of this movie. But um, she goes outside in her dream sequence, and we get a shot of this, like, little girl living, rotting corpse thing. Like, she's holding up her own, like, paper, newspaper clipping. And then, like, she's, like, walking towards her, and then, like, oh, God. Then you think it's, like, attacking her, but she's just cuddling her and, like, giving her a hug. And, like, she's, like, patting her back and shit like that. I don't know. That entire sequence just creeped me the fuck out. I thought Um, that the the design of the little corpse girl was cool looking. I was, like, as soon as Mm -hmm. I saw it, I was, like, whoa, that's, like pretty good Uh, yeah i thought this was gonna look terrible (laughs) i was dis like best disarmed by how good the corpses are in this movie like Mm -hmm. the the three like kid corpses i thought like this creature effects are fucking amazing in this and yeah this one got me for some reason because like i don't know from jump street i'm like i think it's like oh god zombie kid and then you're just like no this is just a scared little dead kid trying to seek like comfort and shit like that i'll be like get off of your gross little dead thing (laughs) and if like if this is just like the tip of the iceberg for this psychic i don't want a, like a normal alive kid hugging me let alone a, <laughs> a, a dead, a dead, dead thing but if this is like what she deals on a daily basis like i understand like she doesn't want to help anybody anymore i also really 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 like the fact of the it's a it's almost unnoticeable it took my third go around to view it there's a banner on like flowers in the banner in real life says help them and then in her dream, it says, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Which I was like, that's fucking, I don't know. And it's then she some, follows that, going. like, that's how she f- looks at thank you. And then there's like a trail that she follows to the dead kid on the porch. Yeah, exactly. Mr. Chen is now interviewed on tape. And it seems that Allie is helping out with the investigation. Ooh, she got convinced. Chen relays that the ghouls are getting restless and he can't control them. Uh, they were his masters, like all of his ancestors. They've been retainers for three centuries taking care of these creatures. Uh, it's been his family curse to protect mankind from them. And if they aren't fed, they will feed on humans. Uh, the Kyoshi are or like undead ghoulies. Um, and he like, I like the fact that he says, uh, when they're full, they can play possum pretty well. Spooky. Why wouldn't you get like one person, like a cop or something like that, and then show them them eating bodies? Like, hey, look at these crazy things. Instead of just turning yourself in and being like, here are these three bodies. I don't want to do this anymore i don't never know thought of I don't that. Know. <laughs> I, yeah. yeah like that was my only thought where i'm like i get why he did it because he's like fuck it and then obviously like he he shoots himself but like 
God, if there's such a, a detriment to mankind, I feel like you would probably like leeway another handler into that fairly quickly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Be like, hey, I got these three things in my basement. I want you to check it out real Just quick. Just like fill it with cement or something. <laughs> right. So, all right. Yeah. So Ali says there, uh, there's uh, feel something like weird about this one. And the mortuary Chen runs is a family run business going back generations. So she's talking about like, God, it's, I like how she goes fresh meat. He'd have an endless supply of protein. <laughs> Just say it like that. How it's written was like, oh, okay, yeah. And then she's like, but he could yeah. strip. He could strip. He could strip their backs and anything under the waist. This. It's like, I like yeah. how she's breaking the way down she starts, the, yeah, like, pra- just like, the practical application of like feeding ghouls for generations. It's like, what? What? Yeah, it's great. You just, you know, you, you roll them in, you strip them off the back. You could probably, you know, salt that and let that, you know, wait a little bit. That'll probably last them a little. Like she's like knows exactly you how to feed a ghoul jerky. a human over time. Totally. Like, and she's totally biz cash about it too. All I'm saying is someone has fed a ghoul a human over time before 100 <laughs> percent, and it's and i think ali probably does and that's the movie i want to see <laughs> i want to see like because it feels like this is like almost like an episode of some weird x-files Show. offshoot or something of like totally. this group of people who've done this plenty of times because it's so like matter, matter of fact of- yes <laughs> literally so <laughs> words out of my mouth it's so matter of fact we're just brought into this world and be like, okay, all right. But, you know, here we I are. I would absolutely watch a television series of Allie and Jersey as like a ragtag duo tackling, like almost like um, the Night Stalker series from the 70s was Kojak the Night Stalker. Like the mm-hmm. just he just a journalist stumbling in just ridiculous shit would be fucking amazing. Um, so after some cop banter, Allie agrees to take the case and they head to Webster Ridge County Coroners, a.k.a. The Boneyard, a.k.a. our mom's house. <laughs> our mom's <Yeah>. house. <laughs> I feel uh, this way. It's more inclusive. Yeah. By the way, when we started the podcast, our mothers all agreed to move in with each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was weird. We didn't understand. We didn't understand it at the time, but we realized it because it, it actually ties in with this joke. <laughs> like, They've been waiting. Go now for they can it. Move out. <laughs> now they can, now I can, I, let me text them so they can move out real quick. You can um, go home now, Mom. Which I like the fact that, like, just having a mortuary wasn't enough. Like, they had, had like, they're like, well, we're about to tear it down in a few months. And, uh, you know, just uh, there's a new fancier one down the way. So we just get the overspill. And uh, we got to. I, I like the fact that in this, I think I have it a little later, but like, it's a skeleton crew on a graveyard shift working at the boneyard is basically what they're implying and what they say, where I'm like, that is just so fucking on the... That's too on the nose. <laughs> where are all the bones? Right? <laughs> where the hell Where the hell are all these goddamn bones? Also, Chuddleman, we get into the building. We are now introduced that this is a goddamn Thanksgiving movie. It says, happy Thanksgiving, huge as shit across the entire fucking thing. That's funny. And that I, now- I missed both times. Oh, yeah. There's some turkeys <laughs> in there. Yeah, little little decorations Definitely here and the there. Thanksgiving stuff. Technically, the Boneyard is a Thanksgiving movie. So if you'd like to play it during Thanksgiving, horror heads, this one I feel would be it justifiably by saying Happy Thanksgiving in it would probably be a Thanksgiving movie. Oh yeah, um, any excuse they sign. <laughs> Yeah, great excuse just to watch the boneyard again. Wow. Uh, they sign in and we get some poodle jump scares and the amazing Miss <laughs> Poopin' Platts, played by Phyllis Diller, 
who Amazing. actually played oh, <laughs> his <my> word <laughs> to describe her. What a name, too. Like it. Yeah, exactly wow. what is this character it, it, it again goes to how the tone just doesn't work at all like this would work if it were like more of a screwball schlock fest but it's not so her name shouldn't be that and then what poopin platz is such a fucking bizarre ass name for like and how she, she's dressed so here's a little behind the like, scenes is like, that okay so sorry i was just gonna say it's like they're like yes that's her name but it is not funny and we are not and we're gonna treat it as such like yeah okay it's like having such a ridiculous name and then like playing it straight in all the wrong ways where like i felt like that was supposed to be like an airplane thing right like that level of comedy and then like it just completely fell flat and i they probably should have noticed that the first 10 minutes of filming but i guess didn't maybe it would have worked better if she wasn't so ridiculous it's too much of like it's her name and her characteristic of being yes ridiculous to be pooping plats and play it straight or have a normal name and play it wacky when you have poop and plats. Pl- like, yeah, 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 but like, like poop yeah. and plats is like literally a fucking cartoon. You don't need double poop and plats. We don't need double poop and plats. Um, so when so when Phyllis Diller was trying out different looks for the character of Miss Poop and Plats, Diller's wig kept on falling off by accident, and Cummings encouraged Diller just to do the role without a wig and just do it without with her natural hair, which she agreed to. And then later incorporated that lack of a wig into her entire stand-up routine. Like oh. it's a, like it, it it like defined the latter end of her like career with like her real hair. Oh, thanks to the boneyard. Thanks, boneyard. So they get a viewing, and this is kind of really interesting too because it's not like they don't because of like actual logical reasons. Um, they cannot physically go down to the bodies because they would be basically like corrupting evidence and a bunch of stuff like that. So they get a viewing booth with like cameras and shit like that. So they get into a viewing and like Poopin' Platts runs down the rules. Keep quiet. Uh, keep quiet. Keep out of trouble and keep out of my hair because there's so little of it. Uh. Even when she says that joke, she laughs herself and everyone in that group, you could feel them almost audibly grow. <laughs> like they're like, oh, God. You got plats. Yeah. Well, it seems like yeah, none. All of them just want her gone. <laughs> oh, what? Yeah. But they're 100%. also aren't they also like a bunch of them like who are you? <laughs> like yeah. Okay. Well, Allie like doesn't never know who she see is. her. Like there's never that much like but jerseys and action her and at this one hundred percent. And like Allie doesn't even know who she is. Whereas like Drew's like no, this is she's she's run the graveyard shift for twenty years. You just have always been here during the day. Like, I like how they try to explain how, like, oh, no, this kooky, weird woman is just here at night because that's like. So so that was one of my big problems with this film is that the times when it was kind of down times, I lost a lot of interest in this. I watched this movie like three times and it was I just because I did not find myself paying right. enough attention during like these moments mm-hmm. like yeah. where I so. It's not like it answered a lot of things when I went back and watched right. it necessarily, but I was like, I don't know what happened. I'm, I, I don't. <laughs> and then and then I'm like, oh, special effects. Cool. All right. Maybe it took me 40 minutes to get into this movie, but maybe we're finally getting somewhere. It's going to be cool. And then it yeah. would lull back into something like this, like tone pacing all that it is it's like the the creature i I cannot stress enough that the creature effects are overwhelmingly too man they're too good for this film yes they're too good for this movie until the very end yeah it's 
until the yeah. very end. And it's like, it's, it's mind blowing how good the special effects are. Um, so we get introduced to Shepard the coroner who knows Allie and they start getting into the viewing of the kids, which is so fucking realistic. Like it is like that when they uncover the bodies of the three kids, it's like, they're well done. The corpse of the kids, like the kids' corpses, are fucking great. I don't particularly recall them. <laughs> well, they're to me, like they a just kind of looked like Exorcist kids. Like they Ex- kind of looked like Reagan from The Exorcist, and I thought, mm-hmm. I don't. Oh, that's like, how I. Like, that's how you envision them. Yeah, they're like semi putrefied. Um, I even like that. Like the corn, like Shepard literally calls them out halfway through. Like, what are we doing? Jokes about dead kids? No, or no, that's Jersey. Jersey. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Jersey says that because Shepard just is like, hey, you've seen him so much. You want to take him home? <laughs> the only personal objects that are on them is just a doll, which we will definitely see later. Um, but for Allie's powers to work, she has to, like, touch the kids, which obviously she can't do. So the loophole, I guess, for psychics is just to cut off a lock of hair. So we get the hair through like a dumb waiter, which I mean, makes sense. I would understand that she could hold a piece of hair and that could work for her. But why is that allowed when they're so worried about evidence? Like, right. it's like cutting off a of- tampering. Yeah. You figure like a lock of hair. You know what? Little hair. Nobody will notice. Nobody's going to notice this. Uh, yeah. And then with like a piece of joy from Shepard, Allie takes into a quiet room as Jersey kind of gives a breakdown of like how she got her powers and stuff. Um, she gets like shades of feelings and then the pieces start to kind of fall together as they start investigating. Um, apparently, like eight years ago, um, she was dating some Canadian guy, she got pregnant, they split, she lost the baby, and then had ovarian cancer, fought it, and won it, and then she started having nightmares, and just like VHS 85, uh, she started realizing that her nightmares were actual real events, and that's when she started going to the cops. It seemed to imply that the chemo gave her, like, psychic powers. It's weird. Like, I, yeah, they don't know if... Yeah, it's... <laughs> yeah. But it's also, like, Jersey saying this to, like, the other guy. So, like, they're kind of like, yeah, I guess this is what this is. I don't know if I believe in it. Do you believe in it? She helps out a lot. Right. And you're like, who... <laughs> Okay, so then we get MacGuffin of a corpse into the lobby. So that the whole reason for that corpse being there is just to tell us that the doors downstairs are busted and the only access is from the top level. Not the only reason it's also for revealed, that corpse being there. <laughs> well, there's yeah, well, it'll that'll <laughs> pop that'll pop up later. It's also revealed that New Corner's office has taken most of the crew and the supplies, so they really are on a skeleton crew during a graveyard shift. Um, and the body has come in is suicide by hair dryer in the bathtub. Um, and they get word that Chen is now dead, blew his brains out. Uh, the stretcher gag I thought was great where it's like, cause they're arguing the bolt comes down and then like the cop and the delivery guy are in the elevator and then it tilts off. And then like the hand goo hand, like slaps the cop. I thought it was fantastic. Allie is alone and touches the hair as the cops take the body downstairs to the morgue. And we get like a hand twitch. Do we? So I'm like. Yeah, so, like, yeah, we get, like, a little bit of a hand twitch. You're like, oh, that that girl ain't dead. But first, because this movie jumps around a whole fucking bunch, we get a full bla- flashback. <clears throat> we get a full flashback ancient ritual of questionable offensiveness. It looks like they're raiding one of a movie for the Chuddle Club because they're chopping off fingers and throwing them literally into a grave. Um, as uh, kids rise from their death and then like Allie is now transported mentally into the meat locker with the fucking three kid ghouls and the other cadavers and then sees the girl being brought in by the cops. The corpse is waking up, not 
Dana, but the corpse is waking up in this weird flash. The sequence like is fucking great. <laughs> Like, they're like, like sticking their tongue out, okay. kind of yawning, like, oh, all right. But, and it looks awesome, though. It's really great. I, the creatures are great. These, like, because they turn from, like, corpse kids to, like, these weird, like, almost mummified eyes and, like, I don't know. It's just the, yeah, they just look gooey and creepy. And So I don't know how much to include these kids in the gore score. You know what I mean? Oh, for me, well, I it's don't like, think of them as gory, but right. there's certainly a part where they're like ripping open and eating from a rib cage. They're eating mm. from like they're eating intestines from a rib cage. But they're, they're like already body dead parts. bodies, right? So maybe that's why I wasn't seeing in it. Yeah, but I guess yes, I can understand your viewpoint, but I would say for someone for a normie, sure, yeah, like I get it. Yeah, yeah, that's gore. I mean, dude, totally. just, just the. At, like the deaths of the ghouls I need to too. Start like noting the, fucking, the gore the sh- as I watch it and not try and recall it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know because I also added in like the three inches of green goo in the elevator that, that they have to walk is... through barefoot. <laughs> That's... I closed we'll get there, my eyes. but like <laughs> then. Ooh, interesting. I see. I have, see. I know Gross. it's not gore, but gore, goo, and gore are very cousins to me. You know what I mean? Like that. I throw into the Gorometer. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I do. But yeah, they start stretching, licking their lips, looking for the next snack. Um, so she fucking wakes out of her trance and tries to warn everybody downstairs. The delivery boy leaves and then we get a great jump scare. Holy shit. The dead girl about to get an autopsy is actually alive and he cuts like her neck. And then she just, Dana just fucking pops up and starts screaming. Um Everyone in there and I, like the first time watching it, went, holy shit. Like, I knew that something was going to happen, not just cut her neck and she just jump up screaming. Right. Well, I certainly went, what is happening? (laughs) Why? What did they explain what happened with her? She she just wasn't dead. Uh, why she, she was went, presumed dead and not she that uh, these things okay. happen terrible, i think there's a like terrible, a line yeah. that's like you know happens sometimes <laughs> literally yeah like it's the level of incompetence that solves it perfect that solves it the level of incompetence that you have like checking for a pulse and then not like god that yeah well, I mean, it could uh, be weak enough. I mean, the guy that brought her in, yeah, is very, I don't know, I, jokey oh, about his job. I don't think it's <laughs> his <laughs> job to pronounce people, yeah, dead. Uh, <laughs> so, I don't know. <laughs> Good. All right, yeah, so Allie needs the key to the basement now and snags it from Poop and Platts. The bodies aren't dead. Poop calls, but doesn't get an answer. So Allie just swipes the goddamn keys from her and runs with the poodle in hot pursuit. Um, I... God damn it. Her face when they are chasing her is fucking priceless. Poofin Platts and then just fucking yelling, you fat bitch. Yeah. And then the fucking, the poodle leaves yelping was just like, it's like you had a horror movie and then you just added a Tex Avery fucking cartoon character in the middle of it. And that's like what Poofin Platts is. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, screaming like, white meat, white meat, fetch. <laughs> like she's screaming yeah. out crazy shit. And then <laughs> like. The dog runs into the elevator. Yeah. And then. <laughs> and then she just goes. Run. When so the elevator runs Allie out, has been so just beating the dog. The dog was useless? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Allie useless. must have done something in there to scare it enough or, to like or, or, run or, or, out. Or. Yeah, whimpering. <laughs> Maybe it was her psychic power. Ooh, she did some mm. shinin stuff to the dog. All right, so Allie gets downstairs and sees the slaughter that is the morgue that I wish we would have seen. 
Like, there's an entire slaughter fest that happens to all of the people working in the morgue shy of Shepard. And obviously Jersey, and the, but it's like, I want to see that. Like, I'm just, you get to see the aftermath. So she grabs an axe mm-hmm. and walks into the, and walks in on the corpse kids having an all-you-can-eat cadaver buffet with a side of coroner. I just, this scene I love because it's like, God, it's, I, part of me loves the fact that we're seeing the aftermath and we don't actually see these things start attacking people. But I also hate the fact that I didn't get to see that because I'm like, why? Like out of all the things, like, why wouldn't you just have like corners just getting slaughtered like hogs? Money, 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 money. But yeah, probably. Um, but the shot of these ghouls eating is so gross and great. Like they're hunched over the cadavers and because they're played by children, like they're so tiny. You know what I mean? Like, so like you've got the little girl holding her doll and like in a full exposed rib cage, like just eating guts and like, ugh. they're like pulling gooey bloody goo and stuff out of cadavers i mean they're it's dead things but Mm -hmm. you know it's gooey oh for sure it's gooey yeah um and then they all kind of make eye contact she's like oh fuck and then like runs out and we get vent babies i mean technically you're not babies. i thought that immediately yeah absolutely Uh, i I was like like, oh (laughs) fucking vent babies yeah just like the scuttling oh my god was so fucking great we get the doll play from the red-headed corpse child which is also equally as fucking creepy. Yeah, that's good. Like, again, this is the part where I was like, oh, shit, okay, we're about 45 minutes into the movie. Okay. Cool. It's going to kick up, and we're about to have a fun time. All that shit in the beginning, like, we're going to be able to overlook and be like, all right, here we go. Yes. Like, this this is initially, like, the steam was going. I'm like, okay, now the fucking, the the boneyard fucking train is moving. Well, I can look past, like, the sound design. I can look past all this, like, weird shit. I could, like, I could... Something was going to like, I don't know. I wasn't vibing right. with it as we're much. We're moving. Yeah. Yes. But now we're moving. This is cool. This looks good. Yes. Fucking Let's cop go. runs up and like shoots at him. He shoots one of them in the head and you're like, oh yes. shit. And it's not dead. So I'm like, yeah, not great. Do anything. Yes. Like, yeah. Dude, the headshot that Jersey gets is like fucking, I'm like, yes. And then like, it doesn't die. You're like, oh fuck. I love the way too that the doll just like pops up from around the corner mm-hmm. and then the <laughs> little girl leans out with it. She's like, oh, hey. Corpse girl. Oh my god! Creepy yeah, effective. So fucking good. Great. Yeah. So yeah, Jersey comes out, does the shot, and the survivors are locked in a room taking refuge. Shepard is fucked up, and then oh my god, Chen was right. I like the fact that they all realize like, oh, so yeah, he wasn't bullshitting. These are three fucking ghouls, and like, how the fuck are we gonna stop them? Um, this is also when I noticed the doctor's long ass ponytail he has. Oh yeah. Oh, I saw it in the. See, I don't know you if see you it saw at that. the end of the autopsy <laughs> yeah. thing on the camera, but I was like, God damn, that ponytail is fucking great. It's like down to his tailbone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and now we also now get introduced to autopsy girl Dana, uh, and apparently it's not. Uh, it's not. The, see, this is where we get the like. How does this fucking even happen? And she's like, It's not the fault of anyone who took her pulse or pronounced her dead and she's taking full responsibility for waking up. She's like, I am so sorry. I woke up like, this is like, it's like, no, 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 you were alive. Like you just, tried right. to kill herself. And yeah, right. So fucking. Yeah. Sure. So, sure. And this way, after everything I've seen, I was like, sure. I'll, that's a logical explanation. Like, Let's just go. I thought it was going to end up being something more like mystical happening here. That Me too. like brought her back. Yeah. No, she's just something like she has the, 
I don't but know. No, she just what did she it die? Like, no. She, yeah, and no. then the people that are dead. about to perform an autopsy, like I think, do people that like do autopsies make sure that the thing they they're should about to do an extra is, check is right? dead? Like, yeah, yeah right. Don't you, know, you just I like don't. I don't think they do, but they should. I mean, I, would, I, mean, I think not, they start I'm cutting. in no position to think one way or another, but I would hope. I, I guess, yeah, right. You are in no position to think one way or another what a mortician does, Brian. I am not. Um, I have no I not expertise in this. I've watched, like, my Movies, expertise is going to yeah. come from watching, like, Dana Scully yeah. do autopsies, and, like, right. I don't think... <laughs> I just Again, think they're under the assumption that anything, statement. That, anything that gets sent to them probably is dead. Oh, my God. All right, yeah, so... Who and they knows? seem All to right. be, like, forensic, like, doctors. These are more like the... What the doctor well, and beyond, right? Like kind of. Well, it's the county morgue, so like they do full autopsies for police and stuff like that. So I'm assuming like they're pretty goddamn thorough, right? Except for when it gets on the slab. Except for checking for a goddamn like, pulse. Let's start cutting. <laughs> let's just start cutting, bro. <laughs> and why did you start cutting on the neck? I don't know if that's a. Again, I'm in no okay. way an autopsy expert. Maybe that you're going to drain the blood first. Well, I thought he was going to do a well, cut. Maybe that's or what they do, do a... to make sure they're dead. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Honestly, I thought he was doing like a face peel or something like that, where I was like, God, you're going to start there for this newbie cop. Like, all right, let's see how she died. Let's rip her face off. Let's rip her goddamn face off. If it really was a fucking hair dryer in a bathtub. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, my God. All right. So Poovin Platz finds a spare key, uh, and the group realizes they can't make a call without the switchboard. But at that point, fucking Poovin Platz is already fucking gone, and the, nobody's answering up top. Um, they also kind of get to the conclusion that the Kyoshi may have gotten out twice where it's in, it's kind of hinted that this it was one entity and it has gotten out twice and is now like recruiting other corpses or people. Um, and Ali is guessing it's trying to make more of what it is. Thankfully, Ali has the key ring, so they have access to all of the doors as Shepard goes through the evidence storage room and gets like a le- like a Resident Evil level game up. Like they walk in and it's just oh my upgrades. God. They got we got machine guns, which is fucking uh <laughs> let's see what we have in this uh Gordon Grubbs office. Fucking ginormous machine gun is insane. What is that guns? gun? <laughs> It's it looks from like Robocop. It's from a video like game. it's like space. It's like it's they took a fucking gun from a sci-fi film and was like, we could use this for this. It's movie. like one of these scientists, like right. when they're not autopsying, has a little like gun hobby, <laughs> <laughs> a gun enthusiast. And I love that that's conveniently by a huge fucking bag of homemade pipe bombs that they just have there. These came in with some corpses. <laughs> Just, yeah, dipping it out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, my God. So, Poopin Platz gets downstairs. He, here's a kid crying. And, of course, it's at the end of a hall on a chair facing the wall and just like <laughs> dog barks, which looks uh, – God damn it. The dog barks, which makes this thing look at the, the fucking dog. And, like, that entire sequence what? is just gross and stupid. <laughs> Did it seem like it wanted to pet the dog? Like, yes. it was trying to get the dog to let it pet it and was upset that, dog? that he didn't want to – can I pet, pet that, that dog? dog? What a strange quality to give that creature. <laughs> like, I think that's what's weird about it, it is because you're still kids. The childlike nature, sure, sure, yeah. which is interesting. But I do like the thing about the one that's in this moment where the, the kid 
This is back to uh, Poopin Platts, and he's sitting there eating that thing and like crying, and he does almost like a little smirk. Yes, because he, he's like luring her in, and mm. he's evil or whatever. That was, <laughs> cool. that was a nice I little touch. That. It was yeah, a nice yeah. little touch, dude. I it's, do it's, like yeah, that. Yeah, it's oh here there, and then he goes back to like eating and licking <laughs> his lips. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah so like the kids get stoked about the dog forget about poops as a second one tackles her and i love this scene because it is clearly a wigged stuntman that tumbles with this corpse it goes from phyllis diller mm-hmm. to a dude who's I about noticed. 50 pounds heavier built like a shit brick house that just fucking rolls over this thing with this kid i thought it was like audibly laughed out loud <laughs> the second goal goes full fucking 50 cents from the super bowl by the way, it's coming upside down and like upside does the down. behind Poop and Platts and then Yeah, it does a, it's fun. Oh my god. Alright, so after some machine gun madness, they split up as Poops disarms one of uh, one of the fucking ghoul kids by dropping all kinds of like acid and broken bottles and god knows what on top of them. And then it's like, what the hell are these things? It's literally a cartoon. It's I felt like it's like you could easily like a Who Frame Roger Rabbit thing. Like I felt like I was watching a live action movie with a cartoon just running around. I'm going to reiterate that a bunch for Putin Platts. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so the redheaded while well, this is going on, the redheaded corpse gets to the elevator, is fucking with the key and shit as the kid cop fucking annihilates the elevator with bullets as poops gets grabbed and gets snot brain dead goo rubbed into her face and mouth like oh god that scene was like fucking gross fucking peeled off of its forehead this is yeah very much so and like slapped into her fucking mouth and then that turns like green viscousy so like this is chunky. another thing like i don't know where to put this on the gorometer right because it's not gory it's just disgusting gross i feel like this would be closer to yeah like the harbinger talking about like gross shit but maybe yeah. he talks about gooey stuff i don't know but yeah. I, 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 I didn't think of that as gore i guess okay yes Fave, oh, like God. goo if it's well no because it's like yeah because it starts off with goo but then you like zoom in on it a little bit and she definitely has some like kid kernels stuck in her mouth like it's just like <laughs> uh, but the creature's dead it is actually dead so they're like oh shit we can actually kill these things same with the elevator one who is basically child chili after a million bullets have fucking ripped through this thing yeah but, he- with this fucking super gun. With that goddamn super gun. And also, at this point, it is covered in green goo. Like, it is, there is green Gooey. goo and viscera everywhere on this fucking elevator. Yeah, it's like from the ceiling, the walls, the floor. It's, and Good it's like rubbing. stretchy, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. It's kind of like, yeah, gack. It's gack. Yeah. yeah it's, it's gack, child Ask. chili, and hair is pretty much the entire thing that's all over this. Okay, um, yeah. But there oh, is n- but now there's no escape to the surface as the elevator has has ecto slime and wires everywhere like it is fucking just covered. Mm-hmm. So they talk through the vents and there is still one left out there. But rookie cop tries to get to the emergency hatch through the elevator and we get. Oh, my God. All right. So like it, just to double down on this elevator thing, the barefoot goo glops was so gross and so awesome. <laughs> It's the Why only she time I've ever so looked away. It lasts know. forever. And it like, sounds gross. Like I it 
it's the only time in any movie we've ever watched that I looked away. Just those it's, that's going through that goo. Can I get a hey Brian? <laughs> can I can I get a double goo on that? Yes, and that's what it sounded like as she was traipsing through three inches of goo. Like it was. Oh my god. Yeah, you uh, feel it between your toes. I mean, like oh, I, I, it's I so can feel squishy. it happening. Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna go film. No, no free feet. Sorry, I was gonna say I was gonna go film a video of just the elevator scene. <laughs> <laughs> just, just with Sam, wa- just with walking in Memphis. But Sam has a you. feet thing and, and throw some yeah. goo on top of that. It's just the, Ooh, the recipe for this, di- yeah. disaster. It's like a uh, what are the the what's the thing when you talk like this? ASMR. It's like anti yeah. ASMR for you. <laughs> it was like ASMR <laughs> foot gag. Oh, it's like God, it's equivalent yeah. for most people of moist. That's what it was looking. Yes. I was like, if oh my moist God, was, was eye moistness for people. <laughs> yes, hundred percent, absolutely hundred percent. Major Jeff Goldblum vibes. God, right? yeah, at his Just worst, walking through Goldblum. Goldblum. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! All right, yeah. So Gordon pulls up uh, Dana, and they get in this weird like suicide prevention speech based off of just looks, and then like, yo, that. This conversation was like surprisingly nuanced and like she was allowed to have different feelings on it and like talk to him about I was this was not the movie or the scene for this but like I was I was like damn did this guy like try and commit suicide or have a daughter did or something like how is this like so. I did like well the line, understood for this type of movie. <laughs> totally right. And like I, just, I like the line. I just let life fall apart on me. Like mm-hmm. her trying to like justify what it's just, but it's also like, but like you said, it's so fucking out of place because thirty seconds before this, she was traipsing around barefoot in a river of slime. Like you're just like, come mm-hmm. on now. I just watched that happen. I was looking directly at it and did not look away. And it's like, it's so wild how she just puts like both feet so close together in that pile of pile goo. goo. There's no trying to get around it. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> she's like scooting through it. Like she's shuffling. She wanted to Sam. She, Sam, how does that totally, make you feel? Like, I'm, she I'm wanted to enjoy this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to enjoy this. <laughs> I mean, everything else is shit. I'm going to enjoy this. Oh, God. So while Feels they're having this... with my toes. <laughs> Get your goo oh, between my, my toes. Mm. So between this, like, borderline PSA, Poopin' Platts is, like, barfing. Like, in between, like, mm-hmm. projectile yeah, vomiting, yeah. suggests the freight elevator as the elevator shaft duo sees the third monster and escape through the vents towards Jersey. So Allie uses her voice as a beacon as the two find them and the kid corpse comes out and gets extinguished before like they try like barricading the fucking vent. Um, the tag team heads to the freight elevator with <laughs> with a fridge full of corpses and they realize they need to destroy the chest. I like that this one. They're like, OK, well, how did you kill yours? I shot it in the fucking head. And he goes, no, I shot it through the heart. Isn't there something about like shooting evil through the heart? I, that whole thing was like, God, you were just beating a dead horse. Just just tell just. We shot him through the chest. It's totally fine. Shot through the heart. Shot through the heart. And you're a Kiyoshi. I, I'll figure that out. I'll to try to figure that Kiyoshi. out. To kill a Kiyoshi. Yeah. To kill a Kiyoshi. <laughs> oh, we again. Yeah, we got the worst joke in horror history happens as the delivery guy comes in with a sheet over his head. And it's just like, 
I like the fact he goes, booga, 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 did I get you? As he, from, you're seeing it from obviously their perspective in the elevator, but from his perspective back, it's all these people fucked up, bleeding, and there's gore everywhere. Because they're all in the over fridge. everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what? It's a morgue. It's a morgue. He's <laughs> completely oblivious to the slaughterhouse. And hey, he brought back Chan. Yeah, recognize him. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, but we don't even get time to, like, recognize that because all that barfing, I guess, apparently, we get goddamn monster pooping plats. This got me. I I belly laughed on this one. Oh, my <laughs> this God. This is hilarious. Yeah. Pooping plats is amazing. It kills the delivery guy, and in one fail swipe, and we get, like, automatic gunfire, laughing 10-foot-tall ghouls. She's like a giant now, yeah. And ladies and gentlemen, the schlock the has eyes. entered the building. Yes. It's got googly eyes. I mean, been this waiting all movie. At this point, <sighs> I had finally given up and been like, maybe that's just not in the cards. <laughs> yeah. I mean, dude, it looks like a fucking Ed Roth drawing. Like, it's like a rat, it's like a rat fink ghoul. Like, it's got ginormous fucking... Like, it's just enormous bulgy eyes. It's like, and it's also Bru- like Hulk Bruce Banner. So like the clothes are normal and it's got like shredded clothes and like weird Phyllis Diller floppy boobs sticking out. And it's just, God, the monster. I mean, it just, looks like, I mean, I'd say Evil I mean, Dead it at like its goofiest. Like, yes. yes. Yeah. The, like a I, Evil Dead imitation of the goofiest Evil yes. Dead look. Yes. The goofiest Henrietta is basically poop and plats in this. And the other close second is the the ginormous fucking puppet monsters in Dead Alive. Like, that's that's the only thing I thought of. It was, like, just these ginormous fucking things. Poop and plats fucking pu- puppet attacks the group as Jersey accidentally blocks the door, causing Shepard to have his head bashed in. This is very fucking just weird. Like, they're shooting at her, but she's, like, using bullets in reverse and, like, holds the prop wrong, like we talked about before. Dana electrocutes fucking monster poops to death and the scene with her giant long ass legs as this body is slumped over her. It's like ghoul Hulk. And I just could not help but laugh the entire time. Hmm. Like she's like, it's on top of Dana. And then it's just like 10 feet of legs. That is funny. <laughs> well, when you know it, the poodle eats some person pudding as Jersey wakes up and we get this. Oh, that was gross too. the goo from before. Uh, it's yeah. <laughs> Okay, I don't know if this happened with you guys, because having dog, like obviously owning dogs, um, having that like I oh, instinctually just starting don't stop, don't eat that, stop it, stop it. Right. Oh, absolutely. First thing I thought. <laughs> God. Yeah. All right. So Jersey wakes up. We got the heartfelt hand holding and BFF friendship, and uh, apparently Allie's monologue was so heartfelt that it stops Jersey's heart entirely. <laughs> he just starts like. Ugh, uh. And like blood shooting out of his mouth. Mm-hmm. His eyes are like getting glazed and crossed. Uh, yeah, it's fu- oh, oh, like knocking at the door of overacting. Um, we go full aliens too and get a fucking forklift to break the hydraulic doors, but all that does is just create a bunch of broken glass because apparently the forklift can't get through the goddamn bars. But we do have the last kid that shows up. And we get a forklift impalement that was top notch. Like that fucking last monster getting fucking just chest pumped by a goddamn forklift was not on my bingo card for this movie, but it was fantastic. It was all right. It was all right. Lots of green goo. 
Uh, and just in case you thought it was over, it's Poodle Apocalypse. The fluffiest fucking monster you will ever see comes crashing in. It's like a were poodle. Like it's it's a were poodle. It's He's it's giant. so ridiculous that Dana starts laughing. It's I love the fact that the I, fucking poodle monster is like, ha ha ha. I, I did like that, that it bursts in and they're all staring at it. And I'm yeah. already laughing, you know what I mean? Totally. And then the, the fact that they, it's like the movie admitting, like, we know that this is funny. So this we'll have someone ridiculous. laugh at it real quick. Absolutely. Do it sooner. If we want that tone, like, agree oh. laugh. Like, yes. how are you doing this in the last fifth of the movie? Like, and not even the last fifth, like the last tenth of the movie at this point, because it's like, it's got like three more it's minutes like, of runtime. Like yeah. Poodle comes through and like they stumble into some like ladder access thing. And then the mm-hmm. fucking floppy poodle paws that break through the door. And it's just rubber fucking hands at this point that are just like bending in the mm-hmm. wrong direction and shit. Um, just ridiculous. It fucking it knocks over or it knocks a fucking gas line. A group gets to the goddamn roof as Ali sees the monster coming right for him. Damn dog. She fucking burns her bandage off of her that like sets the gas and the explosion goes fucking everywhere and she just like Allie successfully dodges it the dog is dead and barbecued I'm fine I'll just kind of hang out here is what Allie says but she hears more creaking and sees that goddamn dog in the vents so she falls back into the building as the poodle goes after her but conveniently she fell on top of a, a bag of pipe bombs Mm-hmm. So she secures them to the hydraulic door and then plays fucking fetch with the wear poodle. And we get a yeah. yelp and one hell of an explosion. Uh, rubble uh, and a group hug after all the chaos. And hey, the lucky rabbit's foot. <laughs> the end. Like, let's <laughs> literally like that's how it happens. Also, the fucking ending song for this movie is so out of place. It's like I a didn't listen oh, to dude! It. It's like it's like a weird like if you love it, dang it, got bam bam a fucking down. It's like a brave heart willing to fight for one love. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like, like someone's cousin had a band, and they're like uplifting in- rock music. I believe the yeah. caption was. Oh, oh. my god! Yes. Oh my god! Yeah, and that and that, I think we completely successfully excavated the entire boneyard um do you guys uh do you guys have any final thoughts on this fucking movie excavated our mom's boneyard um not until we get into i guess our final final thoughts i mean the it doesn't know what it is um i think that's best expressed in the how it was released in video stores the choose your adventure box options and it's every it doesn't commit to anything well enough to succeed at anything (laughs) yeah except for the special effects i would give it like the if the special effects weren't as good as they were actually i would say even that doesn't know what it is because of the ending special effects and the special effects throughout beforehand all right well i think uh it's time to uh, feed the poodles as we take a small break and uh we'll be right back and we're back all right, I know that we've gone to the boneyard and we've been hanging out in the mortuary, but we also have a crematorium, and it's full of questions. Ah. We got a pit call? You got a pit call, Sam? I got a pit call. What you got a pit call? Um, fetch this. Dun, 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 dun. Nice. Because that's, nice. that's, you know, our final line when she throws the pipe bomb to the doggy. Bright guy. Should I scream white meat? That could be something. <laughs> <laughs> white meat. <laughs> <laughs> or you got to go arf, arf. 
I said it logical before. Logical oh, yeah. Fucking fantastic. This is just a logical move. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> are, guys, are we surviving the Boneyard? <sighs> yeah. I yeah. mean, plenty of people do. Yeah. Most of them do. Honestly, yeah. just with the machine gun, you should be completely fine. <laughs> Which makes me lead to believe that, like, Chen should have tried a lot fucking harder to kill these goddamn things, because, like, I feel like if there was a will, there would have been a way. Even acid. Like, get them full so they play possum and just dump them in a barrel of acid that probably would have done the job efficiently. Did I they have acid? I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I've never worked at a mortuary, well, I don't. Phyllis Diller hit, hit him with some stuff that... yeah. Like beyond, like beyond style, that just kind of melted them. <laughs> I just like the, the the answers. Yeah, throw them into a vat of acid. Do they have acid? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, he's saying Mr. Chen. <laughs> Mr. Chen should, have done should. That, as in like rather than turn oh, himself in. I see in what you're saying. Like, yeah. yeah. Just started there. If they were that fucking easy to kill command. by killing him in the chest, it's like pfft, he did not. He did not try to. Yeah, I think we would all on it. We would all try that. Right. With our chuttle powers yeah. combined, I feel like we would have some pretty decent odds. Maybe not against oh, Rare yeah. Poodle. I, I think once we get into like Phyllis Diller monster, <laughs> like that's a little like she murked like three people in like under a minute. No, well, two technically, but the old Dill monster, the old the old Phyllis Dill monster. I I still th- I I mean we got a better than better than you know, better than decent better than odds. shit chance whatever better they, than uh, a shit chance <laughs> whatever they say that's. <laughs> Uh, we're saying that now. Mm-hmm. You guys want to make this film gooier? <laughs> I know that we really harked on some of the gooier aspects of this movie. I would have loved to have seen them killing the rest of the, the coroners in the mortuary. I feel like that scene would have been fucking great. Sure. So, yeah, I mean, I will. I Yes, I do. And I will bring my gore score down again. I think this I'm is a good definitely place bringing to mine it. up. But um, yeah. <laughs> I'll probably the consistency is still what? Maybe a. One, yeah, because it's really only at the end. I mean, yeah, not the then, the puppet stuff, but you know, before that, the really, yeah, and like again, I don't, I'm not thinking of the gooey stuff as the gory stuff, and then like there are some gooey eaten of dead bodies. So what I'll say that warrants a three. I'm gonna give it a four. I'm gonna, I'm happy with a four just because I feel I don't know. I'm sticking, I'm sticking, with, I'm sticking with my five five. But yeah, no, I, I feel you. I'm bumping up to a four. Good. All right. Sounds great. All right. So anything else you guys want to make a gooey or just goo enough? No, more goo. Yeah. I mean, there's plenty to. Yeah. I mean, I don't, yeah. I don't need to do much I to mean... this. All right. <laughs> it's very gooey. Very gooey. All right. Power level, villain power level of these Kyoshis. What do you, what do you guys got? <sighs> Two. Well, they look pretty cool. Yeah, but yeah, I guess they do yeah. look cool. <laughs> I'd give it a two for coolness, maybe a two five. They're power- but, I mean, two five seems a little high, so I'll go two. And power level is like a one, a three um, five. So three. I'll give them a three five. Yeah, yeah. it's. I had, hmm, see, I don't know. I had mine at a five. I iconography was four for me. I thought these little creatures were fucking gross and awesome. Like the amount of goo they create, the I, amount I of things. agree. I just don't know how memorable they'll right. be. Right, I think me. they're gonna get. I think they're gonna get muddied through time. I think I would remember them being cool, but as a standout. Yeah, right. remember that there were cool ghouls. Not remember cool. what they looked like. Too <laughs> cool for ghoul. Should it have a sequel? What's your sequel? I. Uh, I yeah, so no. no. Nah. <laughs> I think it needs a 
I, yeah. I think it needs a remake. And I think... Uh, Brian, I have written here, no, but it should have a remake. I think, <laughs> same, I don't know if you got the same feel of what... The, this reminded me of something like The Last Shift or Malum. That's yeah, how you I could... That. Ma- like, that's the way you make it scary or creepy. Follow that tone, but, you mm-hmm. know, it's a, a Last Shift follows... In a you know a closing down police station. This is a closing down morgue. Right. Like you, you could do like something there. I had just focus watched more the time autopsy in Jane Doe, so I kept thinking of that. Watching. Oh, this. perfect. But yeah, focus more time in the morgue, be in the morgue more, and have more shit going on. And yeah, I I for for me the remake is either cut the Suicide Girl plotline and lean into the puppet stuff more and be a schlocky movie, or cut the puppet stuff. And probably still kind of the suicide girl thing, but and lean into the ghouls or um, make it nothing but suicide girl. Yeah. Oh, I was why, also why I also we... thought of a thing like just because of the the creature DVD. the creature stuff and everything. Like it, you could go like a dead streamy route. Uh, I th- there is a way that the horror comedy could play. I think sure. with this. Yes. Oh, totally. With it. Yeah, I feel like it. It definitely doesn't need a sequel. I, I feel like if I was gonna have one, it would just be Ally and Jersey tackling something else ridiculous, like a buddy psychic cop movie, <laughs> something just equally as disgusting. Even though I liked them, I don't want to. I don't need to see them do something else. Another movie. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, to each their own. I get it. Would you guys buy the soundtrack or score on vinyl? I can't no. even remember it. Besides, shy of the whip cracking intro and the weird butt rock. There's gonna be a track song. of just silence. I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. No, for me, dog. Yeah, action figures. Um, I mean, I don't particularly want them, but both of the puppets at the end would be cool. The ghouls would be cool. Yeah. Any of the creatures are cool looking. So I'd take the three ghouls, the three kids. I, I don't. The puppet things are cool, but I don't know. I think the three yeah. kids would be cooler. It'd be funny. I mean, yeah, I exactly. I, It'd be funny. I think I'd want for the proper birch. I want those. I want the Miss Poop and oh, Plats that's crazy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Coming over the my desk or something. That totally. Yeah. I would probably, I, for action figure, it sounds weird. I'd have a diorama of all, like, all three of, like, something from, like, Sideshow, like, collectibles, like, of the three of them eating bodies in the morgue. I thought mm-hmm. would be just super gross and weird, like as a diorama. And absolutely for merch or prop, like the Poopin' Platts or the Poodle Puppet would be like 100%. Or to be totally honest, you just that goddamn sci-fi machine gun that I could just put in a shadow box in my house. Sure, Sci-fi yeah. machine that would be a good one. It seems like the way the Poople, the Poople, the Poodle Puppet was <laughs> made, it feels like that thing has... Is, did not survive over time and I, is like disintegrated even, throughout filming. I felt like that's why they only I don't like, think it survived the movie. Like yeah, you can exactly, see certain parts exactly. where like it's barely surviving filming it, you know, and you actually really lead to a point is that a, this is also from behind the scenes at a certain point, And I couldn't really find any more information about it in. So the shooting took place in Statesville, North Carolina in 1989 over the course of five weeks. In December of 1989, a botched special effect caused a huge fire. Huh. And I have no idea which... I'm assuming it had to be the end of the movie when they're using pipe bombs and the explosions with like the, the poodle puppet. There's an explosion before mm-hmm. that too, yeah, because yeah. there's two explosions with it. But that's the only information I have from it. I have no idea because I would figure that the uh, that would be hilarious that the poodle puppet just did not survive. All right, gentlemen. Could be. Let's go to our ratings. Let's do it. On this show, we like to use a rating scale of zero to five fingers. Each finger represents a different quality about a movie. You can chop off half a finger as well as no fingers. 
These ratings are intended to be subjective on how we feel about a movie. It does not matter if the movie is objectively good or bad. So, um, yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's make some Kyoshis and, uh, uh, chop our fingers off and throw them in the grave. Uh, Bry guy, let's start with you. All right. Engaging's going to get, uh, a 0.5. Sure. I'll be generous on it just because during the parts where it was, I, I was engaged with all was cool. I was there, but like I said, it took me a few times to get through this movie. Sticky. Yeah. I'm going to be generous again and give it a 0.5 just because, I mean, that fucking image of the poodle has been a cover I've known. Oh, it, yeah. it's, it's stuck with me, and that can't not stick with me. It's totally. already done stuck with you. It's already done yeah. stuck, but maybe some of the, the, the creature effects, Poop and Platt's creature and all that stuff will, will stick over time, but I don't see like a lot of the themes or really thinking about this much. T-shirtable, I mean... I feel like again, I'm being I'm gonna be generous and give it a point five because there's certainly cool imagery you could put on a t-shirt, and I might like be like, yeah, I'll wear a boneyard t-shirt. That'd be kind of <laughs> funny <laughs> enough to wear one. Yeah, but like at the same time, I wouldn't be like, I'd be like, no, I don't like the movie. <laughs> but like <laughs> <laughs> here, uh, cop- but it's the boneyard. It's-, it's your mom's house. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. It'll say that on the back of the shirt. It's your mom's house. (laughs) That should have been the tagline. Mm -hmm. Cockles. Sure. Let's go ahead and give this a 0.5. I mean, I'm surprised. I don't know. It's it's only, again, I feel like I'm being generous. I don't think it, it, it warrants the full zero. Sure. I try and be generous when I can. I mean, might as well give it the highest rating possible. Exactly. That, 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 especially when we're coming into the point when it, leans either between a zero and a 0.5 if maybe it was between that 0.5 and a one i'd be less generous yeah mm-hmm. but for this give it to it just because again i like some of the creature effects i had fun with a lot of the, that that part but and i had fun knowing i was going to not like this movie and have fun talking about that <laughs> uh, rewatchable i am going to give this a goose egg i don't need to see this again i think a two is what i wanted this to kind of sit around like to the point where mm-hmm. it's like it wasn't like the worst thing i ever seen but it, like it just what it wasn't bad enough to be terrible it wasn't good enough to be good it just sits there and exists right <laughs> And a little on the worse side than the better side. Right. Side. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I I totally understand that. Um, That's fair. Sam. I suppose you want me to do something with my fingers as well. <laughs> <laughs> if if you if you if you don't mind. All right. Um, engaging. That'll be a one for me. I actually didn't have any trouble paying attention to this one. Never got distracted much. I I did have to break up my viewings both times I watched it, so maybe that helped. Who knows? But um, yeah, I was I was into it. I liked the characters and whatnot. Sticky point five, and that feels generous because uh, I I don't see myself long term remembering much from this aside from maybe the puppets and the ghouls, but. Time will tell. I think on re-rating, sticky. We'll see where we go. T-shirtable is going to be a 0.5. Um, pretty much all the same reasons Brian said. There's cool stuff in there. I, uh, However, I just don't really want a shirt. I mean, it'd have to be pretty cheap. <laughs> like it's like you get a you have like a loot crate uh, subscription and you get a boneyard yes. t-shirt 
Yeah, sure, like, yeah, I'm not yeah, mad yeah, about yeah. it, but I didn't want. Yeah, <laughs> not mad about it. I didn't want this, but I'm not mad about <laughs> about it. <laughs> so point five there. Cockles is also going to get a point five. Um, because while I was engaged, it wasn't like oh yeah, it's because it's totally just all. It's not even all over the place. It just it's between two doesn't places. hit any particular one mm-hmm. well. Um. So, if it weren't for the cool creature stuff and all the goo, I would not not have any cockles for it, I don't think. Although, I guess I do, for whatever reason, kind of find it endearing that we just get sort of ordinary, like an old guy and a... Um, like a lunch lady? Know, yeah, <laughs> that's our main characters. <laughs> just ordinary people. So, yeah, ordinary ordinary people, I dig just, that. Um, yeah. Uh, rewatchable, though, is also going to zero for me. I... Don't see any reason why I'd ever see it again. That gets a two five, which is fine. It seems it doesn't seem high because I don't dislike it. It I yeah whatever two five is fine. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know. I don't have much of an opinion on this movie, so I guess that works. It might go down on rewrites. We wait. Absolutely. We wait. <laughs> oh no, the That's we sticky wait. One. Mm-hmm. All right. So engaging, I'm going to have to kind of mirror what Sam said. I think I'm going with a one with engaging. I was engaged the entire movie, but I'm also, okay. I'm also going this from, cause I am a special effects freak. So like I will, oh, I will look over a, freak. Uh, I will look over a bunch of shit if the special effects are great in the movie, um, which helped a lot for this fucking movie. Um, sure. Sticky. <laughs> Sticky is also going to get one because of the goddamn creature effects in this. Like I will absolutely the poodle pooping plats will like there are dead alive tier fucking ridiculousness. See, this is weird because the rest of my ratings have to balance out because I gave a one for sticky and engaging. No, they don't. <laughs> they got to do whatever you um, want, man. No, T-shirtable is going to get a 0.5 because I agree with you guys. I think like it's to me, I enjoy the movie, but it's like if it was if I was gifted a Boneyard shirt, I would wear it. I don't mm-hmm. know if I'd actively spend money to have a Boneyard shirt. Rare exception, maybe a yellow shirt with the poodle on it. Cockles. Cockles to me is gonna get a 0.5. Almost like it's like in that it's that point oh it's that weird like almost 0.75 because I really did emotionally connect to this psychic where it's like, God, just the fucking horrific shit that this woman's seen and like how she's it or I don't know. There's something about that character that I just thoroughly enjoyed because it was an aspect of I guess psychics mm-hmm. helping out cops. That I just never had, but also I it, thought your cockles would have been a one, to be honest. Yeah, I <laughs> right. I yeah, it is, but it doesn't do, like I. What's hard? We've we've been talking about this, but like for cockles, the reason why it's not a one for me is that this movie is a great example of like an uncanny valley movie where it's not it's schlocky enough, but it's to I don't know. It's just it doesn't. It should hit all the buttons for me, but it doesn't. It's like it shuffles so many different things into this movie that I'm like, God, just fucking pick a lane. Like I would have loved a super schlocky version of this movie and I would have loved a super serious version of this movie. But having both of them, right. it, like it just it, it it weakened the sauce for me. Rewatchable is going. Oh, man, 
I would actually sit back and watch this, but it's probably going to take a minute. So like, I don't want to give it a zero. So I will probably give it a 0.5. Like I, at a certain point, I probably Cause will. Cause you plan to list. watch it again one day. Yeah. So it's got to at least get a 0.5. It's yeah. only 0.5. So what is that? that's got me out of 3.5. Man, I am going, I'll probably have to sacrifice engaging. Uh, it's a three. Like it's my phantom finger is going to lob something else off. I feel like it doesn't. I'm gonna cost- sacrifice Sticky. Yeah, because it's just the puppets, really. It's just really the puppets. Yeah, and like three five, I think is being too generous. I like the movie, but I think in the wheelhouse of a two, two five, three, like that's where this should be. <laughs> this is where it should be buried in the bone. Here. I, I'm. I think three five is probably more accurate for you, and you just don't want to admit to liking it that much. <laughs> Oh, no, 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 no. I, I do really enjoy this movie, but I think the biggest problem I have, and it's, right. again, I'm not harking on so other movies. So why not a three, five? No, it's just, I give it a three because it's like, it's, to me, it's like the, when the was it the new, um, Is it about scariest? how good it is or how much you like it, Ross? What? The rating. The rating? No, it's mm-hmm. just, it's, it, it, it bought the, the, the uncanny valley for me bothers me enough that I feel like it does deduce points for me. You know what I mean? Like, it's like the scary stories to tell in the dark movie where I was like, it's way too adult to be a PG-13 movie, but it's way too kiddie to be an R-rated movie. So it made this very uncanny valley for me. And like, re- even rewatching it, I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I'm watching. Like, I don't know how, like, I don't know. So three. Wow, that puts us all two, two, five, three. Climbs right up the ladder. What, um, what does the club have to say, if anything, about this? We have not seen this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the poodle. Where does this, where does it lay, where does the boneyard creep into our uh, goo book? Well, Sam got it right with a 2.5 as our average. Uh, that's what he's for, <laughs> so he wins. Yeah. Uh, it sits with Child's Play hey. 2. Oh, no. I was like, that doesn't seem oh, right no. because we don't have a score for Ross have Ross's score. Uh, oh, okay. Final Destination yeah. 5, uh, Friday the 13th Part 2, and Malignant all sit at 2.5s. Right above it is Cocaine Bear and Caveat. Right below it is X. And the final destination. <laughs> oh, nice. Take that, Ty West. Boneyard's the better. The Boneyard is Boneyard's better. better. <laughs> now, that's a shirt I'd wear. Is that, is that our new tagline for like, our podcast and everything? That'll like, yeah. let you know. Just remember, <laughs> the Boneyard is a better movie than X. And that's not saying we, we, we like, don't even we like the Boneyard. And <laughs> <laughs> we don't even, that's on the back of the shirt. But we don't like <laughs> X either. I will say X is objectively a better movie. Oh, yeah. In terms uh, of like a, if you, a framed if, if you narrative ask me one movie film? I'd rather watch more, I'd yes. rather watch The Boneyard than X. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. That's true. Uh, that's true, right, Sam. would rather watch The Boneyard. Sorry. I'm- <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I and on that happy note, uh, that does it for the Chuddle the Club movie meeting for tonight. Follow Chuddle the Pod on Instagram and Slasher to stay up to date with the podcast. Follow moi, Ross Purvis, on Instagram if you want to see some of my tattoos, some artwork, fun stuff like that. Yeah. Um, you can follow Chuddle the Sam and Chuddle the Brian on Letterbox if you are interested in the movies that they're watching and jump into our discord if you want to participate in the show you just heard us talking about what is the what what does the club have to say you can comment you can post you can have your voice heard on this podcast right now in well not now but in the future at a later time when you do it we can read it 
and you could be in an I mean, episode. You guys can do that anywhere. I just want to throw that. You could email us your opinions if you want. You could write them on Instagram. You could do it anywhere you want. Sure. But the Discord's kind of where we just have that conversation Absolutely. a little more freely It's going. a good place to have it all collected yeah. for us. But and we want it. Just to make it you can give and it just to us. make it super easy for you guys, the link to everything we just talked about is below in the show description. Brian. Sam. Thank you so much for excavating the boneyard with me tonight. Sight unseen. It's hey, it's this is this is what I'm here for. Um, And remember, until next time. Thanks for taking me to the boneyard. (laughs) 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 Until next time. Avoid the time loop.